Interesting. Um, so it is time for everyone's favorite segment, which is uh, what we got wrong. Um, this is dedicated to Nathan, who who previously said he has not got anything wrong. Um, and I think it's a good place to start. Uh, Nathan, this can be, what did you get wrong this week? Um, what did you get wrong about this last game? What did you get wrong about, uh, you know, a specific player? Um, what's on your mind in terms of what you got wrong? I don't have a good one this week. I mean, I talked about it earlier. I definitely whiffed on my Raiders game prediction. I, I thought that would be a tougher game. I thought the Raiders would be a little tougher, and they they just smoked them. So, uh, but beyond that, I, I don't have. I don't think I have a good one this week. I don't know. You guys tell me. What have I been wrong about? Everything. Just kidding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, well, when the Seahawks have started running the ball more, their offense has gotten more efficient. Yeah, How do you that respond is to that, Nathan? Not exactly true, and <laughs> also absolutely true. It's absolutely true. It may not be. It may be not the reason, but those two things are both true. They're running. I actually don't even know that that is true. Their DVOA is higher than it was before. If you have a different offensive metric, I mean, if you're just talking about like success rate, I don't know that their success rate has been. I don't know that that's true. Well, it's probably true. We can I, say it's true. It's probably true. I think it's probably true. Yeah. I was wrong about Frank Clark this year. Heading into this season, I was highly skeptical of Frank Clark, assuming the full load with Michael Bennett, Cliff Averill, and Sheldon Richardson gone. I was worried that he was not going to fill that role. I was worried that he was not going to be super productive. I was wrong about Frank Clark. I even had takes before the 2018 season saying that the Seahawks should trade Frank Clark. Those are takes I am not proud well, that of. That one's true, though. I don't know if we're going to get into this later, but that, that one's probably true. That the, the Seahawks – okay, well, maybe for different reasons. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we can talk about that later. But I was wrong about Frank Clark's production this year, and – I think he's really absorbed this role really well. And honestly, I'm just proud of him. He's, he's a leader on this team right now, so I'm really impressed with him. Jeff, how about you? I have this totally irrational fear that Marshawn Lynch was going to just destroy the Seahawks and just make everyone laugh at them and have that Super Bowl play come off hundreds of times, and we have to hear about it again. And I don't know. Saturday night before the game, I just had this vision of Lynch running all over Seattle and that game being a nightmare. And <laughs> that they ran that idiotic play on third and seven where they gave it to Lynch and he got immediately tackled. And Marshawn was a non-factor in the game. He ran hard, but complete non-factor. And I don't know why. Maybe I just – I don't know why all that story just scared me. And the defense just destroyed them. And a lot had to do with that Raiders line, but – <laughs> that fear was completely misguided. Yeah, I, I've I've got a I've got a long list. Um, I'll start with earlier in the season. I I talked about this being Pete Carroll's last year, and I think there's some other folks on this podcast that were not not uh, arguing uh, that. But I, you know, if he had continued making the decisions he was making in the first two weeks of the season. I stand by what would have what would have been um, uh, the result of of that uh, approach, but given the change that we've seen, um, I don't think this. I don't think Pete Carroll's in line to be fired. In fact, I think 
you could argue, depending on how this how this continues to play out, I'm not sure we're going to have seen Pete Carroll get more out of his roster, the, the talent level of his roster, than what we're seeing right now. I think um, now they, they, their wins have been against some of the lesser teams. I'm very much focused on the Rams game and, and how impressed I am with how they played in that game. But um, I was wrong. I, I, I don't think – I don't think Pete Carroll's headed towards being fired after this season. I feel like we're trying to have it both ways a little bit on the talent of this team. Like we just, we, we went through and talked about all these guys that had pro bowl and all pro ceilings. And we talked about the offensive line, how well it's played and Frank Clark and you know, yada, yada, yada. And then we also like, you know, we're talking about how well this team's not very good and Pete's doing an amazing job. And Oh my God, maybe Shotty's actually really good. Like we're, we're we're playing both sides here a little bit. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, I mean, if even in the guys we were talking about, we're talking about their ceilings, and a lot of them was debatable. What I don't think there's almost any that you guys were saying were all pros. Like the Seahawks had like seven all pros for the last four years or something like that. I mean, they're nowhere close to the same talent level. If you look at the Rams right now, they've got like they probably have five to seven all pros on that roster. So like. We're talking about guys that maybe someday one year will be there. Um, and I don't know. I mean, we're talking about a lot of starter guys that fill around Bradley McDougald, who we've talked about as being maybe one of the best safeties this year. Uh, Bobby Wagner, who is perennially one of the best linebackers. Frank Clark, who has been great. Jordan Reed, who's stepping up and is maybe a top 15 defensive tackle. Russell Wilson, who's an elite quarterback. Uh, Carson, who's playing extremely well and, and looks super talented and, you know, there's the offensive line who's maybe a top 10 offensive line now. Like we're, I don't know. It, it, well, but at like, some point we need, and it's still early and I get like, we came in with some priors and, and they're out performing that and maybe it's coaching and maybe it really is the talent. Like we're still early in this and we'll find out. But right now, like we're, we're patting all the coaches on the back for hanging tough with the Rams with such a bad team. And then we're talking about how good all these players are and the ceilings they have and these starter level uh, players that have popped up around these perennial or, you know, these look at, regularly look, good teams or look players. At, look at Jermaine Effetti year over year. Look at DJ Fluker when he was on the Giants versus here. Look at Bradley McDougal when he was on the Bucks versus here. Like, there's players that have sig- taken significant steps forward um, with this team compared to even where they were with this team a year ago. Um, sure. so you have to give coaching some credit for for that player development. Don't you? Sure. I mean, Jermaine Fetty was a first-round pick. Uh, Bradley McDougall was praised for being a steal when you know Schneider signed him a couple years ago. Like, but yeah, it's 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 fair. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think in in this case, we go around for sure. But we kind of will. We're kind of like denigrating like one side of it on the one hand when it helps us and then, you know, playing up the, the, the talent, you know, when we want to talk about, you know, that kind of side of it. I hear you. That's also kind of the fun of being a fan, but I, I, <laughs> I, I honestly think, um, I mean, if the Seahawks were like a 90 or 95 out of a hundred in talent, you know, during their stretch, like during their, their high point run from maybe 2012 to 2015, maybe, maybe, yeah, 2015 is probably when I'd end it. I think they're like a 65 to 70, maybe, Ooh, maybe as high as 70. Uh, I think they're higher than that. They're like an 80. 
Yeah, I'd have them 80. I don't see that. They got Wilson, Wagner, Clark, Dwayne Brown. Bradley McDougal, Shaq. Baldwin, Carson. There's a lot of Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't see 65 it. 65 is pretty low. Uh, yeah, I mean, 70 is kind of where I'm at, but like. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, listen, what you're saying before, you may be wrong now, but three of the first four games of the year, like, it's hard not to have that opinion. Those were three of the most ill advised games from a coaching standpoint that Pete's had maybe in his whole tenure. And the Arizona game was awful. The first two games, they looked like a wreck with no identity. And three of the last four games, they've completely flipped. So I don't know how much you have wrong or just Pete's kind of figured something out here and Shoddy's figured something out. So I don't it, think you're wrong. It's still early. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still early. This this is – we all kind of – I think we were all right in that eight and eight, nine and seven range when we walked through it. But, like, they could very easily end up still in the, the six win range. And if that's what we end up at, like, again, barring some weird injuries and stuff like that, like, it's still – I, I don't know. Like, it's not that long ago that we were talking about how old Pete looked, and he really did. And I, you know, I saw some people on Twitter saying, "Hey, he looks more rejuvenated now," and I think that's fair too. But like, it, the, we're not even halfway through the year. Like, there's, there's, there's still time for this to go wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I think there is. Uh, there's obviously time for it to go wrong, and there are things that could just fall apart from an injury perspective or something like that. But I guess what I'm saying is, I really believe in the formula that they're running right now. I think that it, it's going to play week in, week out. I don't think it's going to be one of those uh, situations where we're going to see the, the team all of a sudden look good and then look horrible to the next week. I think they've got a formula that's going to play on the road, that's going to play at home, and it's going to play against any opponent. Um, and so I, I think they're going to be in every game. And I think with Russell Wilson, if you can be in every game, I think he gives you a great chance to win. But the problem with this whole approach that they're taking is that that's that's what they're trying to do is be in every game and even they could even just unluck like get unlucky and lose a bunch of those like sure you know year over year being able to win close games it's not really sustainable and they've consistently asked Russ to bail them out of third down situations and end of game situations and end of half situations and uh, it, even even if this team maybe is a you know, a good team or an, and a team on the come or maybe even a playoff team. Like the way Pete wants to play and he's done this for a long time. And so, you know, he kind of has a feel for it for sure. Um, but they're not, they're, they're just one more Cardinals or there are a couple Cardinals, you know, Owen 10 on third down from looking like a real bad team again. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that way. I mean, I, I, I get, I get why you're saying that. I, I think that 0 for 10 is the aberration. I, I think that you know there's there's 60, 56 percent on third downs in their other three games over that stretch, including against the Rams. Yeah, 0 for 10 is definitely the aberration. But like, if, if that 66 percent becomes 40 percent, what do these games look like, right? Because and I think 40 percent, 45 percent is more like the league average. Like, so they. they they could regress here just back to a, you know, average or maybe whatever their true talent is. And and this team could suddenly look a lot different trying to play for these 50 yard field goals with Janikowski and stuff. Damn it, Nathan, I'm trying to convince people that I was wrong. So <laughs> um, let me be wrong. Uh, you were wrong about being wrong. There you go. <laughs> I was also wrong about Doug Baldwin. Um, oh yeah. I was actually going to say this one for me too. Go, go for it. I'll give it to you. 
Oh, no, I, I was just going to say, this was one that I, early on in the season, I thought they should shut him down. After he re-injured himself, I, I thought he should they just shelve him and, and try again next year. But um, he looked, he doesn't look right. I think he's still probably like 80, 85% of Doug Baldwin, but that's still a very good player, it turns out. And I thought he looked good against the Raiders. And again, we'll see what he looks like against a real NFL team. Um, but so far it's looking like, you know, he, he can be a help, a productive and helpful member of this team, even if he's not going to be a, a star. Yeah. I, I didn't think he was going to have a single game like that this season. Um, and I certainly did not expect to see a game where he was going deep multiple times and beating players deep multiple times. Um, so he wasn't, he, I don't think he still is quite the same Doug Baldwin, but, uh, I honestly just had no expectations for him this year about being productive. So um, I, I he proved me all wrong, even even if it was just one game um, that that happened. I'll tell you one thing I wasn't wrong about. I'm excited about George Fant at tight end. Anybody else? Come on. Come is this on. a permanent thing, or is this like temporary? Uh, I hope it's permanent. I haven't like Is this like a testing theory that they're trying while Will Disley is injured? Like, I, you know, are they are they still going to compete him with Jermaine Ifedi at right tackle in the future? Wait, wait, wait. with who? Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> Jermaine Ifedi. Uh huh. I apologize, Mister Jermaine Ifedi. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're talking about beyond the season. I don't know. <laughs> Fan at tight end is is a part of the plan, but this year we might be getting the treat of. I mean, he's he's actually playing pretty darn well. Jokes aside, he's he's looking good, and I think it's giving him great reps um, being in the game. So, uh, I, I've enjoyed that. Um, there's a few other things I was wrong about. I've kind of forgotten them now, but but uh, the the Doug one and the the Pete one are the ones that came to mind. Um. Do any of you feel like Trey Flowers? Trey Flowers? Yeah, we we all thought he was not even close to ready to play. Um, I was a little wrong. I don't feel like I was a lot wrong on Trey Flowers. Like I, I think that I didn't think he he was ready to play, and I think he's shown that he's he is uh, holding up. I, I still am not convinced that Trey Flowers. The same way I feel about Tedrick Thompson, I'm I'm not convinced yet that. So. You know, serviceable starter so what's the ceiling on trey flowers on that one to five scale i'm still at a three with him yeah i could maybe get to three and a half because he's shown some elite capabilities in the run um supporting the run so at least that's something that's elite but um i haven't seen enough yet to say more than that why what are you evan I'm probably like a three 3.5 i i just think like <laughs> we've talked about this before on previous podcasts he has built like this his rookie year has been i what i believe a great foundation to build upon you know he's made he hasn't made the big mistakes of like giving up the deep ball he's been containing you know throws and yards after the catch like I, I really don't think like we many fans expected him to fail he hasn't failed he hasn't fall flat on his face he's been pretty decent for the seahawks and and I, and i think there's only positive things that can come from here so I, i'm impressed with him in his first year to be quite I honest think it's totally fair because i mean we've we've definitely seen some guys really like jeremy lane come out and just be abused um at times and uh i haven't seen 
Tedrick and and uh, and Flowers completely abused on a regular basis. So I'm kind of waiting for it. Um, I'm bracing for it, but but uh, I haven't seen it. So you, you're right. You have to give him credit for that. Um, yeah, I think those are the, the main things that come to mind for me. Uh, like when we're 